But right now I want to talk about Arnold Palmer because in sports he brought something that nobody else had ever done before in the world of golf. He was every man. He was a blue-collar guy. And he learned, finally, thanks to a friend, Mark McCormick, that you actually are a brand, Arnold Palmer. You yourself are swagger. Listen to Arnold Palmer talking about that realization. And it was his friend, Mark McCormick. And we're going back to 1959 when they met. Mark McCormick said, hey, let me handle the business. And then you'll hear, Mark, you'll hear Arnold Palmer go, you know what? I then realized I'm a product. I'm not just a guy. Now, play to win with a new Wilson staff ball. This is a famous long ball that Arnold Palmer used to drive 346 yards to the green and win the 1960 Open. In 1959, a young attorney named Mark McCormick walked into Arnold Palmer's life and changed it forever. Here's Mar here, now you're going to hear Mark McCormick and Arnold Palmer talking about what swagger really means. You become a product. That feeling that everybody wants to have to be just like you. He was very uninterested in those days in business. Then I said, Arnold, why don't you let me do all this stuff for you and you just concentrate on playing golf. And he said, well, great. As odd as it may seem today, nobody was uh, doing that in uh, the uh, early 60s. The year before they joined forces, Palmer made $20,000 off the course. But with McCormick now handling his TV and radio exposure, exhibitions, endorsements, and investments, Palmer became a millionaire and president of his own company by 1966. It took a long time before I could accept the uh, fact that Arnold Palmer was a product. He's a product. He's a brand. Nobody ever was a brand like that before. How did it all start for Arnold Palmer? This is fantastic. This is Dan Patrick, the ESPN show Sports Century. This is more than being a golfer. This is about being confident in who you are and being different from other people, but not caring because you have that confidence. The story of Arnold Palmer. He played the game as if he were hitting the beach at Anzio. He swung from the heels and shot for the moon and led his army on a charge down the fairway. He was the best of 1950s America, strong, confident, almost recklessly democratic. And with the virginal eye of television following his every golfing move, he took the game public. He was golf. He literally picked it up on his shoulders and carried it to the people. It had been a game of the martini swilling country club set and he, he gave it to the beer folks. Oh, he really let it out. A tremendous belt. Oh, th there's Nagel's ball, and way, way past it goes Arnold Palmer's drive. He was the every person's sort of favorite. Smash it, crash it, get on with it. You know he's going for it. Look at that. I just love hearing Jim McKay from ABC Wire World of Sports. Here you're also going to hear later in this soundbite Dick Schapp, who I also love to listen to. I don't want to say he doesn't have talent, because he does. But he has probably achieved more from just strict willpower. In Arnold's early years, Arnold was not a good driver. And he had to take these aggressive shots out of the trees and out of the woods and he kept making them. And, you know, people loved him because he won doing that. He enjoyed the intimidation factor. And Arnold uh, would hit some shots and almost as if say, okay, can you top that? There comes you. A bold Palmer putt. <laughs> and there it goes. Golf was, was, was not a, uh, anywhere close to being a major sport, uh, certainly not a, a television sport, uh, certainly not a sport that the masses 
uh, were interested in until along came Arnold Palmer, the, the common man. The common man with swagger. He looked more like a, a college halfback coming down the fairways than a golfer of previous days. The first shot we took of Arnold coming over the brow of the hill and he walked up, flipped the cigarette, hitched up his trousers, drew up his nose, gave it a couple of snorts. That was his style, pure blue collar. That was his style. That was his swagger. Knowing people are uh, rooting for you and are aware of what you're doing uh, always helped me. Uh, it always made me want to perform more. Arnold Palmer was the next step after Joe DiMaggio. It's about having a good time. It's about enjoying oneself. Uh, it's about being what seems like a full, open, American man. Mm. He won his first Masters in 1958, but it was not until two years later at Augusta that he nailed down his role as golf's leading man. That was his second Masters, but it's what he did in the U.S. Open that year, 1960, that really changed golf forever and brought swagger to the game. Down a stroke in the final round, he drained a 27-footer at 17 to tie. he struck a near-perfect second shot. Here it comes, the five or six iron, the ball on the green, and within approximately three feet of the pin, a magnificent shot by Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer is the master of 1960. He has birdied the last two holes. With millions watching on TV, Palmer became an instant celebrity. And this is the beginning of television and later color television. People bought color televisions, I'm told, just so they can see the kind of shirt he was wearing because he liked wearing pink shirts. People wanted to see that. They bought color televisions because of Arnold Palmer. Two months later at the U.S. Open, Arnie again generated high drama. Mired in 15th place, down seven strokes after three rounds, he didn't flinch. After the morning 18, and a couple of newspaper friends is sitting there, and he asked one of his friends, a newspaper guy from Pittsburgh, he said, what would it take to win this term? And the guy said, well, forget about it. You haven't got a chance. Palmer said, watch me. Yeah, watch me. Watch me drive the green. Other people need two strokes to get to the green. He hit the ball so hard and so fast and so strong, and you knew he was coming. He had confidence in himself, and he intimidated all the other people there. Swagger. He birdied six of the first seven holes, finishing the front nine with a record tying 30. His 65 was good enough to win. Two strokes better than talented amateur Jack Nicklaus. The 1960 U.S. Open at Cherry Hills in Denver was, was the epitome of Arnold Palmer. You know, driving the first green and charging back from seven strokes to win. That's not normal stuff. That's Hale Irwin, also a pro golfer, appreciating what he saw because he was one of those other golfers going, that guy is James Bond. That guy is Michael Jordan. Before there was a Tiger Woods, there was an Arnold Palmer. In sports, in art, in surgery, and in food, Swagger. That's what I want to talk about today. But let's open the clinic. The number is 877-710-ESPN. 
And let's do some Clapper Vision. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, Clapman. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's Clapper Vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like... Follow and enjoy a wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 